Nightmare Hardcore Radio, exploring the world's best hardcore punk and all the various subgenres. For the next two hours we will enter a world apart from the rest. The time is now. What's up with that? Let's start jamming. What's up? You're listening to Dead Air, two hours of hardcore radio. My name is Trevor. This is episode 100 of the show, of uh, the podcasted version. Um, if you've a uh, longtime listener, um, thank you so much for listening for as long as we've been around. Um, if you are new, I'm going to give you kind of a, a preview. Um, we're a longstanding uh, radio show. We're a radio show first. Um, started in 2004, not by myself, but by, uh, Kevin and Ian, who host a metal show in the Seattle area, a very popular one, um, and passed down to another host and was passed down to me in 2014. And I've taken the show, um, from FM college radio waves to the internet, um, since, uh, 2017, uh, been doing internet radio podcasting and we made it to episode 100 um through lots of trial and error um this show is primarily just myself um we play i when i say we it's mainly me and sometimes friends and the person that we interview usually every week so we play mainly new music every week from hardcore punk metal and all the adjacent genres that focus around hardcore, sometimes some heavy shit, sometimes some punk shit, sometimes a little bit of slower shit. I think we have some of that um, in the bag tonight or today, whatever you're listening. Um, we're podcasted in all the normal places, Spotify, um, 
Apple Apple Music, iTunes, Google, and uh, podcasts through Anchor and a bunch of other various places. Most of the places that you get your podcast. Also, we are first and foremost a radio show. Um, so go to deadairhardcoreradio.com. You can check out all the times that we play if you're listening live and you always listen live. Thank you so fucking much. I appreciate all of y'all. Um, thank you to all the stations that have uh, supported us thus far. Um, we have more on the way, more places, more. We have so many things, so many fucking ways you can listen to the goddamn show. And I'm super excited about that. Um, so also follow us on the socials at dead air NWCZ on both Twitter and Instagram, facebook.com slash dead air hardcore radio. And you can send us an email dead air NWCZ at gmail.com for reviews. Um, you, if you want a website review or if you want, um, us to play you on the show, or you want to tell me how fucking stupid I am. That's all good. So, um, last thing, we always have a guest for the week. Um, somebody from a band, somebody in hardcore in general. This week we have Stan from the band Terminal Nation, um, a band from Little Rock, Arkansas, who um, I played with roughly four years ago when I was in a band and uh, met him through that. Uh, talked to them Talked to him on the FM radio waves roughly a little over three years ago, and they have a killer fucking uh, record titled Holocene Extinction coming out very soon on on 20 bucks spin, and it's fucking heavy as shit, and we're going to talk about that and just kind of catch up. So that's pretty much all we're doing for episode 100. Nothing too fucking crazy. Um, I may... uh, I had a... I had a long uh, weekend um, at one of the world's um, sh- kind of jankiest Airbnbs with the worst fucking fold-out couch imaginable um, with scary fucking um, haunted old like 30s-style um, fucking pictures of dead pe- of people that I'm pretty sure dead. And uh, yeah... It was it was weird. It was a weird weekend. I'm not gonna go too much into it because none of y'all want to hear that bullshit. You wanna if you're listening, you're listening for the fucking music. So let's get into it. We started off with new music from Primitive Blast, Self Deluding. They have a new record um, titled Animalistic from Sydney, Australia. This band fucking uh, is mean, fast, hardcore with some fucking pogo parts. Um, uh, Especially in this uh, first track, um, they are recently partnered up with Triple B Records um, that you can get if you're in the U.S., which is fucking cool. Very, de- um, very deserving. Uh, this band put on an amazing fucking show. Uh, I think they played with Angel Dust. Don't remember if it was they were exactly touring with the band, but it was a it was a uh, festival gone wrong if to be to be completely honest it was there was supposed to be a three-day festival um in in the tacoma area and through some um bullshit and and whatnot the 
festival became a, a bunch of isolated random shows across a weekend and not a fest. So I don't know. It was hard to to uh, track who was touring with who because it was just like it was supposed to be um, a fest, but just ended up being a bunch of random shows, which is still fine. It was still very fun, um, but is a very good record. Animalistic. If you uh, haven't heard Primitive Blast, you fucking should. And if you have and you haven't heard this record, um, you're and you're a fan of the band, you're going to fucking love it. So we're going to move on from that and get on to the rest of music so we can get on to our uh, featured interview because, like I said, I should have had more planned for episode 100, but I'm just, now I'm just like fucking jawing on. So we're going to play some new music from a band called Flush from South Korea. Um, Been doing shit since... uh, 2015 roughly band is fucking sick sounds like outbreak they have a a new three song ep check it out like i said it's i love i love this uh this uh, it has a very mid 2000s style i'm not sure if it's uh specifically trying to uh to accomplish this but from my ears it has that it really to me sounds like outbreak and I there's not for me what's not to like. So listen to this fucking track and we'll be right back. You're listening to Dead Air, two hours of hardcore radio. This is Bever Mashup telling you to check out the brand new Bever website now. Go to BeverHardcoradio.com for all podcasted shows as well as news reviews and content you can't get anywhere else. Go now or feel the wrath of my cold hard robotic legs been kicking you straight in the face.
What's up? You're listening to Dead Air, two hours of hardcore radio, episode 100. We started off the set with new music from The Path and Psychic Weight. They have a new split out titled Fight Death. Uh, I believe, let's look, we have one, We have seven songs from The Path and six songs from Psychic Weight. So it's a LP. So 12 songs all together. Um, varies in wet and different um song lengths throughout um it's it's very up and it's very up and down you know if you uh over over a minute there's a couple uh um looks like there's a four minute song at the end 
Um, the Path does a um, Warzone cover of United Worldwide. Um, in this, they, uh, I believe, the Path uh, sent in music a while ago, and we did a recent review, um, a review episode with Chris, like month and a half, maybe two months ago, played music off their uh, record chaotic good which has like a a spider bear thing going on i believe they have a song about a spider bear and i was uh that was a head scratch that was a head scratcher for me but uh we played uh washington is burning um from the path and i'm i'm really digging um this split from both from both of these bands um the path is from vermont it doesn't say where psychic weight is but they both kind of hail in that same um hardcore uh hardcore punk vein um and stay kind of stay in that in that uh in that arena some stuff that um that pulls from a lot of styles of hardcore punk um and so it looks like there's some chaotic stuff in, in there as well it's a little hard for me to uh to quite categorize this uh ba- these two bands at this time so just check out the split um I haven't figured out like I said where psychic weight was from but uh I'm going to guess close but I'm not sure. So Path from Vermont um check out the new split. After that we played um so let me go let me uh, reverse real quick. We played Washington is Burning um and By the Path and Psychic Weight um Caveman. So I just wanted to make sure I wasn't I don't remember. I'm not I can't go back right now, so we're doing it live. Um, after that, um, we played new music from Portland, um, roughly new music. came out the end of June. Um, some fastcore, uh, grindcore with some power violence elements, um, demo quality, a band called Pinner um, from Portland. Uh, they put out music right at the end of June. And uh, we played Deaf Mids, um, just 28 seconds of just a pure uh, demo quality um, power violence. And I say demo quality in the best possible way because music like this is supposed to be raw. After that, we have some more new music from Portland from a band called Wired Shut. This is coming from more of a realm of uh, the first step uh battery carry on um stuff in the 2000s um hardcore punk realm kind of it um didn't look like it from the artwork it looked like it could have been a little bit darker um of a of a sound but you know i don't i'm not i'm not here to judge i um but uh, some other good music from portland uh, check it out. They have a uh, three-song, I believe. Let me click back. Yeah, three-song demo um, that came out right at the end of May. And you can download that for free on Bandcamp. After that, we have music all the way across the pond, London, UK, from The Chisel. Um, five songs. Um, a five-song release titled Deconstructive Surgery. Uh, some music that's kind of in the speed of UK eighty two, old some old um, UK punk hardcore with uh, with a heavy 
oi influence, some a little bit of rock and roll um, undertone, some early, of of uh, early rock and roll influenced hardcore that I can hear in uh, some of this music. Um, we played um, Rat Running Scared. Before that, I'm sorry, I I always fucked this up. With Wild Shot, we played again and again off the Wild Shot 2020 demo. That was my bad. And then we played The Chisel with Rat Running Scared. Um, yeah, some very good music from uh, London, so check it out. Um, and then we finished up the set with War Babies. Um, that is Mike um, DeLorenzo from Kill Your Idols um, and Sheer Terror, among a lot of other bands, um, as well as um, Darren, who plays it, who uh, played in uh, Brain Slug and Born Sinner. And so check uh, if you haven't listened to it, um, check it out. It is a uh, punk for the quarantine age uh we played you're not essential so a lot of um very um very topical um songs for right now we've had a lot of quarantine demos but this is seems to uh be a little bit um higher um and and this is a full record not just a fucking demo so uh and with that punk right and with that punk rock resume um I have high expectations that they definitely hit with the um with this LP. So check out the uh War Babies LP uh titled Quarantine Core. It's out on Trip Machine Laboratories right now and we're going to get to our uh interview with Stan from Terminal Nation just a second and we're going to play but before that we're going to play Holocene Extinction the self-titled off their LP that's going to be on 20 bucks spin very soon. Here we go.
Welcome to the show, Stan from Terminal Nation, chilling in his uh, in his car, hanging out uh, while you're talking to me. Um, Stan, how are you doing? It's been roughly three years since we've uh, connected for the show. Terminal Nation has done um, what uh, quite a few things, I believe. You had yeah, yeah. I think I think 2017 was when we talked. That was when you hadn't. That sounds about right. Or or. For the release of our Absolute Control 7-inch EP. I think that's when that was coming out. That was our last uh, conversation. Yeah, so. Also done in my car. Oh, shit. <laughs> okay. That's a, it sounded fine. I couldn't, I couldn't fucking tell the difference. Um, but um, so there's been a there. So it's been three years. You got Terminal Nation has not let up one bit. You guys have done. Um, have done touring. You've done. Um, you've put out, I believe, some uh, some mini releases here and there between this this full length. Um, you guys did the, I believe it was a split last year, right? Correct. Yeah, yeah, a uh, a seven inch split with, um, the band Neckbeard Death Camp. Yeah, you guys did that. Um, you put out one of my favorite songs from you guys, Ice Watch. Um, yes, <laughs> that, that's that song and the imagery for that shirt. I know, I know that went like well. The first time I saw um, the Ice Watch shirt, I knew, I knew that it uh, people were gonna hit you up all over the fucking place for it. Like the imagery, <laughs> the imagery is absolutely fucking like appropriate and perfect. Um, how, oh yeah, thank you, thank you. How much shit have? Because so so I've I've looked on YouTube. I've seen I've seen like you guys, vi- um, you know your video for Ice Watch. You have um, and I know um, neck um, neckbeard death camp has stuff on YouTube and and of course because of the content you de- you're going to get um, some shit some some internet shit heads. Sure, sure, of course. How yeah. how is how has that been over the over um the last uh couple years since like uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean I, I mean yeah we, we're considering the um I guess the the subject matter of a lot of the stuff we write about like I've always been a punk kid and a hardcore kid at heart. I've always, you know, written about subject matter that I thought was important, maybe kind of um pushes people's buttons that, you know, sh- hold opposing or fascist views. Um, like, yeah, I mean, people talk shit, whatever. It's, it's just kind of something that I've, I've grown accustomed to. It doesn't really bother me or anything. Um, but yeah, we do get shit on a little bit here and there from either, uh, you know, people who have polar opposite views from us or people who are like, yo, why don't you just, 
play music and uh, <laughs> keep 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 the politics out of it, which is really like, I don't know. I would say that Terminal Nation absolutely unequivocally is a hardcore band, maybe even a punk band, I would describe us as. So, like, if you're familiar with us and you're thinking that we need to, like, be apolitical, um, I don't know. That's a very poser mindset, I think. Um, but yeah, we've gotten, we've gotten shit here and there and it's, it's whatever. No, nothing, nothing too crazy, um, online anyway. Yeah. I, and it's just, a. I saw like, um, YouTube, there was, there's a couple of like little, like, I, I think that happens all the time with this type of music just cause like we've, I've, I've caught on to it for a while, but I think, I think people are now cat catching on to it more and more and i've been talking to it with all the other bands of a lot of these people who don't share the same views as a lot of these um you know punk hardcore metal bands especially like when most of them are are very political that they literally didn't get it they just heard some fucking riffs and then and then when they see somebody post post something especially i think like what um you know the big head scratchers are the people who have been who who've gotten mad at like rage or system of a down and been like yeah so are goofy. you fucking <laughs> kidding me like what did you think prison song was about Fuck. right right <laughs> what, did, what did you think um every rage against the machine song is about what yo you must be new here homie but Dude, this is uh this has been going on for a while. I think they're just new mentally, uh, just because I'm like they just they they it's I think it's just another just example of just like consumer listenership of just like I'm I'm just taking taking I don't I don't need to uh, to absorb um, anything while I, while I'm here while I'm at these shows while people are talking. This is just. For me, this is this is to make me feel cool and feel better about myself. Yeah, a very yes, yes, a very like surface level involvement. I'm here for the riffs. I'm here to rock out, but that's fucking it. I, that, um, I, I feel like you know some genres of music you can kind of get away with that, but it it like like you said, it's a real head scratcher, especially in the world of like hardcore punk when it's always been um much deeper than just the riffs or just the fucking mosh parts or or whatever it's always there's always been a message since its inception so it's kind of like what what are you doing here <laughs> like why 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 does this appeal to you if you're just here for for the breakdowns of the mosh parts but i think that's also like it just depends on where you know alternative music or heavy music goes at the time because you know you have trends you have people um somehow get through get to hardcore at a certain certain points where it's where it's popular and it's a and it's a cool thing to do where it's where it's like oh look at me i'm i'm different so you're like i absorb all these bands i get all these shirts i i'm i do this so for most of the people who i'd say i'm not saying all be i'm just saying there are like the the clout chasers out there that's why sure, sure. they could they could care less um between the message of terminal nation and the message of one life crew it's, they're just, <laughs> right. sure sure they're just they're just uh they're just 
They're just here for a good time. Funny, funny fucking story. I get. Um, I, I like to go on side tangents. Yeah, uh, that's, that's cool. Go for it. <laughs> so, so me, um, my friend Nate, um, from from here, we for a little while, we, me and um, a couple of our friend hardcore friends from down Tacoma area, we worked at a warehouse, and um, during the break. Cause you know me, I've been in some, I've been in some bands in the past, and sure, um, so so you know the whole f- you know coworker thing when you're bored, you don't know it's a, like if you've been in a band, you like show them um, the band stuff, and he was um, apparently on break. Nate showed this dude what was supposed to be my band. And he's like, yeah, I showed you a band, and then I was like, and then uh, the co the coworker comes up to me, is like why do you have such like whack ass like lyrics why did you say fuck notorious big and i was like i was like <laughs> i was like what are you fucking talking about what did you show and, and it was like why did you also say 1998 i was like did he show you he's so he fucking been showing my coworkers one life crew and saying that it was <laughs> saying oh, that shit. it was my fucking band <laughs> no <laughs> Oh, so God. I was just like, I was like, are you fucking kidding me? And I'm just like, it's also just like, I think that was around the time where, um, singer was doing, was started his fucking YouTube of whack ass shit and don't check it out. Oh. Don't check out his fucking YouTube. Don't give him views. I'm not going to put, don't fucking do it. I saw somebody do that and like talk <laughs> stuff. I was like, dude, you are giving every time you post his shit. He loves it. You, you put it on. You put it on. You click, and like that video usually gets a hundred more views than it are than than it was going to get because all his shit has like fifty to forty whatever. So, anyways, um, to go to to get off um, of that tangent, just I guess the whole the whole thing with the. Um, with the fucking weird alt-right internet um, people. I think it's just also like a phenomenon of like they, so there was, um, I believe it was the band straight from the path. They had a video and it was super political and, um, and uh, it, in my opinion, wasn't very good anyway. So I didn't care, but like a bunch sure, of, sure. A bunch I, of, I think I know I, I'm familiar with, uh, I think a bunch of alt-right people, hijacked the fucking the comment feed and thought it was the coolest thing and they they tanked the videos um like basically they they the gave thumb ratio the or thumb ratio they some somehow they, whoa they all got together and and just trolled the fuck out of the video and trolled the fuck out of the bands and thought that they were super hot shit and thought it was like an alt-right victory. Yeah, so, what a what a fucking magnificent victory. <laughs> so I think that's where some of this kind of stems from, from looking, especially because I know, like, Neckbeard Death Camp was literally created to frustrate the fuck out of these people. Sure, sure. So I'm sure that with that, it gives, uh, it opens a, a small lane to to you guys in a, in that way with the split and uh, just with a little bit of with a little bit of um 
you know, shit talk here and there, but honestly, it's just the fucking internet. Fuck. For sure. For sure. I mean, yeah, yeah. Typically they, they don't have the, um, the fortitude to just like show up in person. Typically, <laughs> typically. Um, now I, I did, we did have a, an incident a couple years back. Um, we played a show with a, like a metal, almost like a grindy band, um, from Nashville called Yautja. I don't know if you're familiar. I think that's how you pronounce it. Uh, it's like a X-Men reference, I believe. Um, very good band. We played a show with them and this was kind of, there had been like, um, alt-right protest kind of going on in, in the city. And we played in little rock as a local gig. And one of these fucking nerds like showed up to the show, but like, um, wasn't very flamboyant about it. Like he was very low key, but somebody was like, yo, that's that dude from that, you know, white nationalist group or some shit. And, uh, like I kind of, when somebody told, when the message got to me, like we were like setting up to play right then and there on like a strict, um, time, but I kind of called him out from the stage. I guess he disappeared like instantaneously. <laughs> um, I think he realized that I'm like a 285 pound big ass dude. So it's, you know, maybe it's a little easier to talk shit over, um, like over the internet, but in person, I, uh, you know, real life is different maybe. And he probably realized I would have took my fucking size 13 white cement air Jordan four and stick it straight up his ass kind of thing. But he was like gone as soon as he uh, heard that I was pissed off about his presence. Like he was like low key, kind of like some goofy ass. I'm doing reconnaissance to see what this band is about kind of thing. And it, it was so corny, but um, luckily he disappeared and he, he never showed up again. So um, good for him. Well, I think it, that's funny not to give too much light to or commentary to these fucking idiots, but like it's just, it's just funny that the, the idea of what is it? There's, there's that, there's that meme of, of the of the girl in the protest crying and they're triggered and that's what they think everybody in their opposition looks like if for in their mind is a skinny is just some uh, so just some skinny like quote unquote antifa person and it's just i think it's so funny how like diluted their like my their like their mind is as far as like people that oppose them are all like you're all fucking cowards right right well it comes from a level of ignorance or whatever you know typically you find people especially here in arkansas or whatever for a long time after september 11th it was these rednecks they hated uh muslim people whatever but a lot of these people had never even met a muslim person in their fucking life so it's like how do you hate somebody that you've never met or whatever it comes from a place of ignorance you're not familiar with a person You've never been exposed in real life. You know, you might have seen things in the media, whatever. Um, but you're, you're coming from a place, I mean, most of the time, you're coming from a place of ignorance. To piggyback onto that, you know, um, coming from a place of ignorance, like wanting to take your um, online tough guy persona and use it in real life. Oftentimes you come from a place of ignorance there if you're doing that kind of shit. Like usually these fools that... Um, that have that mindset and they want to like step to you because they think you're like some scrawny little nerd or whatever. Um, oftentimes they've never been checked in real life before, you know? Um, and when, when they do get checked in real life, um, 
it doesn't always work out in their favor or whatever. Um, but yeah, I, that shit is so corny. That shit is, is so corny. Well, to get, to get off of that, like as far as like, um, to get back into just the music, political stuff, like, yes, please let's do that. (laughs) So like band, like one thing is like, I think there's a cool like wave of, of bands in the last few years. Like you, like I think that are about their shit when it comes to just like staying true to to their message, um, and just uh, consistently political and not and just and just like f- about their shit. You guys and Redbait are two of like uh, great band, absolute are absolutely like unwavering because I feel like I feel like I you guys will never stop talking about or doing what you're doing and i and it's one thing i i appreciate about you guys because especially with the um even now as it's been um almost um it'll be close to a month and a half since um since george floyd there has been sure you know there there's still a lot of things there's still a lot of things pushing forward but there are um you know, political hype people that have dis that have fucking disappeared, and and that and I think that happens with hardcore doing what like doing like and I don't want to talk too much shit because I think there's a lot of people that have done a lot of good things and no doubt, no doubt, yeah, lot, yeah. There's a lot of positive to be said. There's sure. a lot of positive, but I think there's also sometimes there gets people being like they they get on and immediately get off there they're almost like they write it like a news cycle like and mo- and kind of um, move on with their lives and we definitely need in hardcore people like you you stand people like red bait that keep things like like you know consistent moving and remind that like there's always going to be a fucking fight to fight out here there's always, sure sure we, we have to always keep pushing forward um, always Black Lives Matter, and and we always have to keep like we can never at, we can never just you know pay like gaze our attention to something else and just pretend like like uh, you know something is over because this ain't this ain't over. It's not gonna be over for a long time, and we we gotta we gotta stay uh, vigilant and remain steadfast and keep um keep fi- keep fighting and advocating for people whose uh voices are getting silenced out there. Yes, yes, absolutely. And I mean, I that's just what hardcore is to me. So if somebody's like involved in hardcore but they want to remove themselves from those aspects of it, I don't, you know, I, I don't understand that. So like I I got into hardcore, you know, or more extreme side of hardcore power violence um whatever through bands like uh like Earth Crisis um, infest left for dead, um, you know, stuff, stuff like that stuff that was very like to the point, lyrically aggressive, but like about something, not just kind of like nonchalant, um, kind of talking in code or whatever. Like it was very like the lyrics are just like dead on. There's no mistake about what the song is about. That that's what hardcore, that's hardcore to me. So, um, you know, like, that's just my purview of hardcore. It, it, we're just doing hardcore shit. So, you know, if some people say that we're 
overly political. I, I'm I'm just doing what I know. So you know, um, that that that's what hardcore is to me is about um, you know using your voice to uh, to call out injustices and things like that. All right, let's. Uh, we're getting to the midpoint of the of uh, our interview, so let's uh, let's talk about the new music. August seventh, let's bucks, do it. Twenty bucks spin. Um, Hollison Extinction. Um, you you guys have upped the death metal. You guys have upped <laughs> the like. You, your sound is even bigger than before. Um, I've I haven't heard the whole. I've only heard like two songs from the record so far, but it's it's like I said, uh, you have um, upped the metal completely compared to uh, what's what's going on. You sound fucking yeah, like even more pissed. Like you, the graph, <laughs> like it's it's um, like I said, you've chan- you've channeled all things um, death metal. Uh, with this with this with this record um you want to tell us a little bit about um about this record for um just to give us an idea of of what's uh of what we're all in for sure sure so uh i know you keep you had mentioned death metal a few times so sonically yes it it pulls um we pull a lot of influence from from the death metal world um i think this was kind of a slow build a culmination um, to get to where we are now, Termination has, like I said, I, if you were to ask me, is Termination a hardcore band or even a punk band today? I would absolutely, you know, agree with that. Um, in terms of you know lyrical messages, stru- you know, structures of, of, of the songs and stuff like that. Uh, but we did pull a lot more death metal influence here. We had been kind of writing this record, um, shit, for the be- better part of two years um, now, and one of our uh, I guess bucket list things as a band was to do an LP or hell one of my bucket list things as a fucking human being or a participant in hardcore metal or extreme music or whatever is to do like a full length record. I've been in this band and other bands I've done a handful of, you know, seven inch EPs, tapes, demos, whatever, but never like a proper legitimate full length, um, you know, a full album. So we that was always kind of on our our bucket list to do. We'd been writing for for a while now. We wrote so much shit. We scrapped so much shit. We changed so much stuff. Um, you know, th- this was just kind of the gradual progression of um, of the band. I think we kind of teased. We mentioned earlier the Neckbeard Death Camp split. The two songs off of that are sonically are a lot heavier crunchier uh, meaner than previous releases those two songs were actually going to be um on the full length lp and then you know those uh neckbeard death camp hit, hit us up about yo let's do a split and then people were like yo that would be sick we were like fuck it let, we got two songs demoed let's just throw them on here and do a split so that was kind of like a teaser um we and we still ended up writing beyond that record and beyond that record we kind of started to take uh, some of the structures and songs that we had built and then kind of um, tweak them, improve them, uh, build upon them. I think when uh, our guitar player Dalton, when he joined the band um, right before the release of absolute control, you can tell that one, that EP is significantly more um, metal than our first date, our waste 
EP, the debut EP. Um, but we, it's just Holocene Extinction is more of a, uh, a pro, it's Terminal Nation heavier. Um, you know, it. We're, we finally found our lane, and we're just fucking we're riding in it hard. It's heavier, it's better, it's faster, um, it's more cohesive, it's improved. It's just at us at our best, firing on all cylinders. We took for the first time ever. We took time um, to go into a studio to write. First of all, all our previous releases have kind of been a little more rushed, but we took time to write. We took time to go into a studio. We invested money in making the record sound good rather than just like, yo, let's record something in a day and get out there at, um, you know, the cheapest, the cheapest way we can do it. We kind of saved up to, to make this happen. So there's, a, there was a lot of moving parts going into it. Um, but I'm ultimately pretty happy. It's, it's termination that everyone's familiar with, but just cranked up to 11 at our absolute best. So I, I, I think, um, a lot of people will dig it and I hope, um, well, I hope every, everyone digs it. it. Should I'm excited for it. Well, I'm I'm here for all of it. Um, I've seen I've seen uh, Terminal. Eight. I've been listening to you guys for the past like four plus years. Um, Hell yeah! And all your I mean, I would I would suggest like if you like if you if you're a new listener to this band, check out some of the old stuff. There's a lot of good. There's a lot of ev- There's a lot of everything. Like from beginning to end, I think. You have, you know, a solid band is a solid band. Like you said, you've uh, up the production. Sound is bigger, and I think you're going to get a lot of people um, who are into this who usually um, view their hardcore from a metal lens. Who, who like, if they get and if they listen to anything like hardcore, it's through like their metal friend that shows them, um, you sure. know, all out war or. Um, you know, some yeah. of the newer, the newer like gate creeper stuff that has that that's basically just hardcore kids making making metal music, uh, for sure, for sure. So and and that's a lens I'm and that's a and that's something I'm all here for. Um, and this is not me saying um any any material is 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 like worse than the other. I'm just I'm just saying you guys have solid stuff through and through you've uh like i said earlier you've always been about your shit um lyrically so let's talk about that what's uh let's what it, what's the um the recurring and ongoing theme for this uh lp um so so the uh the title track the name of the record is holocene extinction um and basically holocene extinction is is uh an extinctionary period extinction period that we're living in now um, it's basically man-made, um, like a, a mass extinction. That's where human beings are causing basically their own death or the death of their home, the death of their planet. Um, it, you know, it, that may sound big and, and grandiose and, um, you know, like fantasy, but it's, it's reality where we're leave, living in it now. Um, capitalism is uh is leading leading the uh, the charge in the end of this world and maybe the end of civilization or at least for uh civiliz- civilization for for poor folks you know the end of uh, those who aren't able to to live beyond uh, but yeah you, 
it, so it's it's still political in a sense. I know some people were like, "Whoa, you guys are writing a song about the end of the world." I thought you guys wrote more political stuff. And yes, it, the end of the world um, is absolutely political. Um, you know, we're, we're seeing it now every day with uh, the current administration lifting EPA regulations and just um, we're pushing people to work in in the midst of a pandemic. Um, for economic gain when we absolutely do not have to do that. Um, you know, we're seeing this shit every day. So that's that's what, what Holocene extinction is. That's what Holocene extinction means to me. Um, it's still it's still big and uh, larger than life, but it absolutely, you know, it's uh, absolutely a um, political thing for sure. Well, politics isn't just in the moment we have to be future minded too of like for sure like like not we have we can't always predict like we're we don't we don't know where all these where everything you know leads or ends up but we we have a good idea of what could happen if we're if we're not careful and we're not paying attention and we're not shedding light on these subjects there are po- I like I hope it does it doesn't happen and I hope that we can find uh you know a a better uh you know just way of life for forever for everyone especially the people who are have been kept down by capitalism um for this you know for all this time and I hope there can be healing but but to be fingers crossed yeah but to be blind but it's not looking good. No. Every day that passes that we that we don't like start turning back that um uh that doomsday clock, you know, it, it, we're in trouble. <laughs> we're definitely in trouble. Yeah, and it's it's not a it's it's not a fun thing, but like you said, it's absolutely fucking political. This is uh, uh because there's a lot of people who don't who want you to not to uh not pay attention and like you said with uh, For sure. with work restrictions and stuff like that just they just want you to fucking they want you to to pretend everything's fine get back to work and do and do what they need you to do yeah absolutely be obedient and uh, not not question not question anything don't 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 question you know blue lives matter lick the boot Blah. <laughs> There is some uh, some fun uh, a, a track on uh, on the album called Leather Envy, leather in reference to like a leather boot, um, and I do say death to all fucking bootlickers. A few people who have done reviews on the album are like, "You say what I think you say right there," and I'm like, "Yes, absolutely." I, I articulate my lyrics well, but yes, if you're wondering if I say death to all fucking bootlickers. Yes, that is that is what's said there. So, uh, I mean, that's one example of another track. Uh, we touch on a whole bunch of other things. American imperialism. We have a song uh, called "Death for Profit." We've been it's been in our live rotation for a couple of years now, but it's just about um, really about capitalism. Is the uh, is you know the wheel that keeps spinning to keep um, American imperialism. You know. Uh, they're, they're one and the same capitalism, American imperialism. Um, we have another track on the album. Let me see here. 
Caskets of the Poor, another song about American imperialism and how blind patriotism leads to, you know, mass enlistment and just kind of um, the brainwashing of young, naive, poor people um, who, you know, brainwashing them to enlist in, into um, into the military against their better interests, whether for economic reasons or for, um, you know, reasons to, to, to be, you know, wanting to be involved in some sort of um, fulfillment or, you know, pay, fulfilling some sort of patriotic obligation or whatever. But patriotic. basically, um, like, you know, enlisting, thinking that they're doing a good thing. And like, you know, at the end of the day, you know, if, if you die for that, what, what did you die for? At, at the end your, of the day, what yeah. did you die for? Um, so that song Caskets of the Poor um, kind of touches on that. We got a bunch of other songs that kind of in, in similar, similar um, about similar subjects on the record too. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty stoked. It's, it's, um, it's, it's a very political record, but it is um, kind of all over the place in a sense. We touch on a lot of different topics. So it's, it's more than just, more than just, um, you know, the mass extinction of humanity, but um, all of it kind of plays into, into that um, central theme. Like, like I said, we're all kind of pull, all these things that are happening are all uh, playing their part, and there's they all kind of uh, they they can. Uh, there's the possibility that that they will all merge to that one road <laughs> and that final destination. Yeah, that's the uh, that's the light uh, at the end of or the the darkness at the end of. I don't know. That's I feel like that's the the end point uh, eventually. Um, everything else is stuff that we we hit along the way. It's it's all they're all vessels and modes of transportation. That's that's <laughs> just the that's just like that's the final that's the final gate. Unfortunately, unfortunately, so yeah, it does appear that 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 that's that's where we're headed, dude. It's it it sucks that it's kind of bleak, man. It kind of sucks. Sucks that I've gotten to this point where I'm like. <laughs> Dude, I would say 10, 15 years ago, I would be I would have been scared out of my fucking mind talking about this. And yeah, and now it's you've kind of accepted it, I guess. Dude, yeah. I, I'm in that boat. I'm like, well, it's happening. It's not a matter of if, but when. Dude, this is why I I I'm I definitely anyone in our like age range or, or younger um gen z i mean i would i would uh do what you want to do but i wouldn't i wouldn't have fucking kids man <laughs> oh, oof. yeah don't, for don't, sure for I, sure I, I feel that i don't want to tell someone how to fucking live their life man <laughs> but, but i i'm not going to tell you not to i'm just going to be like i want you to re recommend against it yeah, <laughs> i really think about like consider the consequences. Yeah. What, th listen to what we've been saying and think about and think about that. And like, if that actually, if this, you know, happens, is this what you want for your, maybe not your grandchildren, maybe not your children, but definitely your grandchildren in Oof. 20 plus years. Of, that's uh, dark. I don't want to be like that. And that's where like people, I think everybody's low key. Like, a lot of people in our in our uh, age range and our, just our generation has like can kind of can kind of see that so they, so that's why like all the all the uh, old capitalist pieces of shit are like why aren't they why aren't they having kids 
<laughs> like because we because we grew up watching Captain Fucking Planet on TV saying that the Earth is fucking ending. Stop throwing you know your trash into the ocean. We we it's been ingrained in our heads our whole lives that like we're on a ticking we're li- living on a ticking time bomb here. Because you, um, you don't fucking listen to us anyway. So <laughs> so this is this is the only thing we fucking can do. <laughs> yeah yeah. Um, so fuck, man, you have re- like, dude, this, it's a, it's another shitty situation is having a fucking, I'm excited to hear, um, the rest of this record. Um, and dude, it sucks making good music right now with, with little or no, nothing to, to do with it besides play, play, um, you know, uh, do a do an online live set. Do you think? Sure, gonna, sure. It, it's really it's a weird time. Is that something you might do, or are you guys just going to hold off, put out the record, hold off until you can play a live show? Yeah. So uh, we've actually been approached about doing kind of like a, a live, um, like like a live stream show kind of thing, uh, like uh, or maybe, you know maybe a fest, whatever. A bunch of bands. Doing a live, pre, maybe a pre-recorded set or a live stream set. Um, so I think we're gonna we're gonna do that at some point. It's kind of been, you know, what what else what else can we do at this point? You got to really be creative right now. Um, it sucks, you know that, that it's not ideal to release an LP of this stature without being able to tour on it. We're we're not we're a band that hasn't been able to tour a whole lot, but we were kind of committing ourselves this year with the release of the, of a record. To, to hit the road, you know, hit places we'd never been before. Um, I think we had some, some of the guys in the band um, have certain obligations that limit us to not being able to go out on the road for weeks or a month at a time or whatever, but we were going to do little spurts of um, runs, you know, in, in the Northeast hit the West coast. Uh, we had planned to go to Japan, all the shit we wanted to do this year. We were going to make happen um, riding the wave of this LP and we can't. So we, we got to kind of, think outside the box a little bit. Um, you know, I think people would be into the idea of a, a live stream set. We can kind of, um, you know, make it unique, throw a, a little bit of our personal flavor into it or whatever. So yeah, I think in August there's supposed to be a, uh, pretty cool, like a live stream festival, metal festival, if you will, with some pretty sick bands that we're going to be, um, partaking in. So I'm excited for that. That's, that's our only uh, live stream venture at this moment, but uh, if that goes over well, we we might we might you know um, do others and stuff like that. It's just shitty. It's a weird time. Uh, we're a band that really, uh, I think we're at our best live. Um, so to not be able to do that, especially with all this new music, it's 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 tough for sure. You're you're a t- you're a style band where it's like. I, I think you have you you have to be like down on the ground in in like doing doing fucking floor sp- floor shows doing fucking basement shows like uh, I think you that's the that's the experience man like up close personal do the fucking thing for sure for sure well hardcore is a music that I in my opinion is is intended to be encapsulate like the fury is intended to be encapsulate like it's meant to be seen live you know um 
for a long time, we've been a band who has an extremely intense live set and we've been trying to somehow um, mimic that on, on recording. Well, I think we finally did that with this new record, but now, you know, people are going to hear this record and be like, Oh shit, I want to see this band live because I've heard they're insane live and they can't do it. So it, it, it's weird. I don't like, I don't know how it translates. I've seen, you know, a band like code orange, which I don't, I wouldn't today. I wouldn't consider code orange a hardcore band, but um, they took, like a live a, a live stream performance and they fucking ran with it. They what they did was amazing. Like no any band, any a lesser band could not recreate what Code Orange did on their their live Twitch stream. I'm sure you're familiar with the performance, right? Yes, and so uh, we did a whole episode just on on Code Orange in general like we did Oh, I don't know if it was a two-parter, but we did like a deep dive kind yeah, we, of thing. I yeah, think we, I remember seeing yeah, you we, post about it. I, I'll, I'll check it out. I'll have to check it out. We did our deep dive. We did our deep dive because of that, and just like how they are, just um, very a, a, a super right place at the right time, and they they really know how to um, seize the moment um, with especially for, with for sure what those things. And I have always. Um, what i don't i've never this is a one band where it's like it's live only or it's nothing i'll watch this band live and be like this band is is just puts on a great live show i don't i can't i can't put on or i can personally can't really put on a record and feel feel much or feeling Sure, sure. I, I feel that. I get about that. Their, about their live, about their live presence. I'll, I'll see them live any fucking day of the week because they just have, they have some, they have that energy, um, that they emit when they perform. That they still like, even at their, like at their height right now. They, it hasn't let, it hasn't let up from when they played, um, like Red Room in Tacoma. Um, and it's not for sure. Yes, yes. So, the, sonically, there's been some changes, but the 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 um, intensity, the live intensity is is yeah, it's definitely still there. I, I would absolutely agree with that. And being and having that type of connection to where, like, sir, even my mom who doesn't like anything heavy, watched it, <laughs> watched it, and was like, "This is really cool." She act she accidentally. Um, like accidentally clicked on the live st- uh live okay, stream because okay. it was um at the same time there was some sort of like like huge crafting my mom's really into crafts and okay, so there cool, was some cool. there was some sort of seminar happening at the same time that was super popular and it was and it was literally rivaling like Code Orange and this crafting seminar was rivaling. Badass. <laughs> so my mom, <laughs> so my mom clicked on. It was like, "What is this?" And then and she's like, and she sent me this. Was like, I, as I was watching, was like, "Did you see this? This is something you might, you might like. It's actually pretty cool." <laughs> and I was like, "So and I so back to that. I um I get it for most because I because I went from you go from that and I think the next day was uh." was Cro-Mags and that was more like it with Harley and shit. It was more like funny watching Harley um, and try to engage with technology than sure. Uh, <laughs> it's hard, man. I like, you know, you can, people can rag on Cro-Mags all day, you know, uh, but 
Yeah, I, I, I'm familiar with that. I, I think I saw clips of it, and it was it was rough. Like I said, it, you know, hardcore is it's it's difficult to make that translate into like a um, a non live live performance. You know, a, a, a performance that's not in person. It's really tough. Um, like I said, Code, Code Orange was able to do it extremely successfully. I've seen some some other uh, pretty good pretty good efforts out there, uh, but sometimes. When it clicks, it clicks. When it doesn't, it it doesn't. Some of them, and also, also, there's some that were less like, less like entertaining, but still sounded good. Like, um, I think for sure, a couple for weeks, sure. a couple weeks after that, they, um, I know, Year of the Knife did one, and um, yeah, the Sunny from Hate Five Six maybe recorded right. Yeah, he recorded it, and it just uh-huh. it, great fucking sound. Just the sound was for sure, for sure, was, and it was intense, like. You know, they Year of the Knife is is a really good band. They were able to, um, you know, work with the cards that they were dealt, and yeah, I think they knocked it out of the park. They did it to the best of their ability. You know, obviously, it's it's a little bit of a handicap to kind of perform catering to a live audience that's not in front of you. But I, I think they they did it as well as anybody anybody could, um, all things considered, without having, you know, the uh, the extra, the beyond things that that Code Orange, you know, the accessibility of the stuff that Code Orange was pulling from. But Year of the Night did did a great job on their their performance. It sounded good, it sounded really damn good. Absolutely. Um, so fuck yeah, like I could because I could see huge that this uh that I could I could see this be it, like if you could go out there and tour on what I'm. I anticipate uh, is going to be a very uh, well-received record um, that, uh, that I think you'd have some fucking uh, hella good opportunities. I mean, you guys have, you guys have worked your ass off these um, over these past like five, six years doing, doing what you've been doing, especially since like between the last time um, we talked with the seven inch and now, you guys have not let up like, like one bit. And with that energy and with the product that you have now, um, I can't, I could, I can't see it. Not like I can't see people not being fucking, um, stoked on it. Hell yeah. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Oh, uh, I know, um, in, in the world of hardcore, we haven't quite clicked yet. Uh, with this new album, it's, it's being more marketed. Uh, it, it seems like it's gravitating more towards um, the metal realm, which is fine. You know, that's cool. Um, I think we, we can, we definitely have our feet planted firmly in, in both areas. So I'm trying to, you know, maybe this will be the record that finally clicks with hard, hardcore kids. Um, we'll see, but, uh, but, but thank you for the kind words. Absolutely. I don't fuck man. This is a hardcore show. I don't even really click. With hardcore <laughs> kids, dude. I I I I play what I play. I get, dude. I don't even like. I don't even do like the hottest hardcore takes, but and and people will get like I do some. I I'll even do like a soft take on my like Facebook, and someone will get so pissed. Like um, I said that I was just. I didn't say that I hated new integrity i just said that i was just i wasn't my it wasn't my shit i sure, just, it sure. did not click with me 
and they were like, that's the worst fucking take ever. Oh, man. Come on. Or Come I, on. Or I, <laughs> the, the new integrity is fine. You know, it's fine. It's I just it's not uh, it's not, you know, I'm not um, offended. I'm not fucking offended. I just don't. Sure. I just said I don't I don't care. If I don't care about something, I'm not going to I will never fake and, and pretend that I like good, something good. to play it for my fucking for my fucking show because this isn't we're not on a on an FM radio station anymore. I had to go through that those politics and that bullshit of sure. of doing something because it fits fits the format. And I played okay. And I played a bunch of things, some things that I just I some things sonically I just didn't fucking agree with. I will never fucking go back to that. Am I? <laughs> and I'm not. I'm not very. I'm honestly not as like anal as some people are, like about about some stuff and like about how a band is categorized or whatever. I'm not. I've never been that person, and that will never um, be this show. This ain't fucking Pitchfork. I won't. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna fucking throw put smoke up up someone's ass. I'm not. I'm just. It's just. It's never going. It, this is just. It is what it fucking is. Like I think last, it is what it is. Like uh, last year, because I was doing it. I stopped doing it because. No offense to Axe to Grind. They fucking. They're fucking. Have helped a lot of people, especially my old ass. At times, like. You know, like a lot of people in my age range be like get back into hardcore and or 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 just be like keep connected in some in some way for like the people thirty plus um out there. But I I did the um I w- long like since two thousand fourteen we did the this or that um like like a segment se- kind yeah, of thing. And and we I got shit on because because Axe to Grind did it, so they thought I fucking stole some kids thought I fucking stole it. And I oh, was like, no. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? And people got on my... And then they would get... So I did... I would do, like, very, like... I would try to do big bands for people to to be, like... Uh, you know... Uh, so everyone can get involved. I tried to do very broad-term ones. So I did, I did one that was, like, Nails... Ver- nails or black breath and they're like those bands sound fucking nothing like there's nothing there's nothing even remotely close <laughs> and i was like are you i mean i mean are you serious i mean it's not i'm not saying that they're like perfectly alike but they're not fucking day or night or anything are you whoa they're both for sure have, for sure they, they both have fucking i was like but some kid just tried to like go off on me and i don't even know if he ever fucking listened to the show in his goddamn <laughs> life and that's why i'm just like do what do whatever you fucking gotta do this is i i say i always say this this is this is my hardcore show there are many like it but this one is mine <laughs> very good very you know, good get, get the fuck over it yes and and i, I would pick black breath just throwing that out there. Yeah, I would, I would too. But I think people were just mad that I put nails up against them. I was just like, yeah, that's. I don't know. That's. It sounds like somebody who's looking for something to fucking be pissed off about. The internet's. The internet's great. The internet does fucking fantastic things for hardcore. Does fantastic things for extreme music, metal, whatever. Like you know, it it broadens people's horizons. It, it exposes people. Um, 
to shit that they might not have been exposed to. But it also kind of fucking sucks because a lot of fucking dorks can just be antagonistic fucking um, naysayers online with with no recourse whatsoever. Like you're not going to post that um, on your Facebook page. And then this person comment under there. Let's have a conversation next time we're in person. And then they say, are you fucking serious? Like that's not going to happen. So it's just it's easier. There's a level of uh, anonymity. Um you know, there's no recourse. You can just be like, fuck you, you're an idiot for comparing those two bands. And then nothing's ever going to come of it because there's no, uh, I don't know. It makes things too easy to just be be an asshole sometimes. And it's just like people got so mad at the ones I did. I did like, I'm just I can, trying to- well, I can name the, the nails off the top of my head. Okay, similar guitar tone. They were both in the wave of like, in 2012, people were throwing around the term in tomb core for like hardcore bands with that. Uh, guitar tone um they were both in that wave both southern lord record spans i think um you know they, both west coast like there's like so many uh there's similarities between there's the two connection. like come on to say that they have no uh you know no similarities whatsoever to be like to 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 act like that's some sort of extreme jump is it's a little silly. I stopped. I stopped. Do, I stopped doing it for after a while because it's just like <laughs> the people got so fucking butthurt and it just became. It just came became me like, um, like just addressing, like on my show the the butthurt people. I'm just like I'm trying to start a conversation when when other it seems like when axe to grind like. Like it was just funny. I think some people just like to start shit because I was like, when Astro Ryan said something similar, no one fucking can- no one fucking got up their ass. Like everyone was sure, just sure. like, but I was I'm just like, all right, dude. I don't know what you what you're trying to get at, <laughs> but I just don't. I don't fucking care. Um, you know this this is where you can flip the fucking channel. Don't flip the fucking. Actually, don't because like uh, you know, listen to Stan. Don't listen to me. <laughs> Listen to the guest. I just ra- I just fucking, I just fucking ramble. Um, it's cool. I have ADD. I, I I'm bad at rambling too. So so I, I I can totally uh empathize with you there, dude. That's that's all this is, man. I'm just I'm just fucking I'm just fucking rambling. I used to be like chill with like doing like the radio breaks, and I can if I if I really like really put your mind to it. Yeah, and really put some di- discipline in it, and I because. Something that was crazy to me is like, um, I was like, how was it that I was, I never, I never cussed on the air, dude. How did I, (laughs) how did I do it? I'd get angry and somehow I still maintained composure and just, and I was able to like, my friends would be like, if they would go up to the station, they'd be like surprised being like, how the hell did you you do do it? Because I'm, I'm so bad. My mouth is is horrible when, sure. it, when it comes to when it comes to that that stuff it's, but it sounds like you were using the well for me i if i can use i know i have add but if i can like channel that power and use it the way use it to benefit me rather than to uh you know um use it as a positive so like with, with writing music right so a lot of people lately have been categorizing termination as like a, a death metal band and that's fine i'm not offended by that i would agree with that in in um in some ways but um and you had mentioned earlier you know hardcore kids playing death metal a lot, a lot of people want to 
you know, shit on that wave of newer death metal bands that were like ex hardcore kids or our current hardcore kids or whatever. But um, I, so I have this ADD mindset where I can't hear the same riff, like, Oh, like doom. I, I like some doom and sludge stuff a lot, but I, I can only listen to it in um, certain increments to, or, or otherwise it gets too much or whatever. So, yeah. so I have like an ADD mindset in terms of listening to music which translates to having like an ADD mindset in terms of writing music. So I'm like, yo, we got to transition and do something else real quick. We can't be fucking around with the same riff over and over and over. Otherwise that shit gets boring. And so I think a lot of these newer uh, death metal bands that kind of come from a more of a hardcore scene, um, they have that mindset, you know, a lot of young hard, like heavy hardcore bands, beat down bands, whatever that shit. Um, they like they're like oh let's let's hurry up and get to the mosh part well that's a dumb way to write shit but from that perspective you're like hey let's keep let's constantly keep people um keep people entertained keep people guessing uh, what's next you know let, let's let's switch things up um regularly or whatever so you know i i take my add in my songwriting and use it use it to my benefit so it's just, it's just all about channeling what you got going on in your head and using it um, to your advantage. So, you know, that, that's how I do things at this age. I enjoy brevity within my songs. Like there are bands um, that really uh, channel it in some, he- in some, um, in some heavier bands. I, I'm trying to think of a band that I, that I interviewed uh, last year that did, there was a, there was a, it was a band from the Midwest, but I can't think of them, but they have, uh, they, like were like so quick with what they were do- with what they were doing. I love like some bands who are like have like that um that are like a, a mosh band that but don't linger. I love that I love when a band doesn't linger. For sure. But you also mentioned like a cohesive record. Um so you guys like so so far I can at least in my mind I can tell at least from two songs when something's going when especially when you've when the band has been um around for at least a couple releases when something's going to be you have an you kind of have an idea and that's why sometimes like people get really excited for a record and that's why I'm excited to hear this cuz like you have you have this initial idea of like more than likely this is going to be super cohesive and a great record hell yes cool uh- I'm stoked to hear that. And I think listeners who don't, I think it's just, it, I think it's just like a sense for some listeners. That's like how some people get like excited. Like I'm excited for this record because this is, this is uh this, these two songs are good. So I have a, I have a, a good scent. Some listeners will have a good sense that this record's going to fucking roll. Sometimes, sometimes it's off every once in a while, but sure, sure, sure. But, but I, but like I said, if you already have kind of what, like a resume of stuff, you have an idea. I wouldn't. I wouldn't have an idea if it was like if Terminal Nation had no music out at all and been like, sure. "Here's the record." Like this could. Uh, th- that's when I'd be like, "This could be a good record." Not, it's going to be a good record. But you know, that's. I guess that's all a matter of opinion. So for sure, for sure, it, it's like layers of an onion or whatever um you know if if we release a song and like 
oh, this song is good because it has, you know, five or six really good, five or six parts that are really good. And they were binded together to make one good song. And then you take 10 songs that are just like that and bind them together to make a good record. If, if the ingredients are good, um, as long as they're mixed well, nine times out of 10, you know, the, the final outcome is, is usually not too bad. You know, it's it, usually if, if you got good ingredients and they're mixed well, you're not going to get a sour, unexpected taste at the end of it. So I think, like I said, I, I earlier in the interview, I think um, this is like Terminal Nation at its best. It, the culmination of of what we're capable of as a band, just all the all the right ingredients, but just mixed to perfection, um, you know, this time around. All right. Um, Stan, dude, it's been fucking cool to uh catch up with you um I'm just... yes yes it, this was great i appreciate your time we'll, we'll let's do it again for the next record absolutely absolutely every every time I'll, fucking I'll take some adderall before and then and then you do that well maybe not we'll keep each other on track a little bit more i think it's too add ADD head it makes for a good conversation either way i so, think thank well, you so much for your time you know if you know, rate, if anybody wants to rate this conversation, you know, feedback's always, always helpful. It's usually, usually, um, we'll just have to see, we'll just have to see what happens when this, when this comes out. I'm not, I'm not editing it. I'm just going to throw yeah. it out there and we'll, when, we'll see. When is it supposed to drop? When is it supposed to drop? What day? Um, this'll, this'll be out you know? um, next week. Okay, cool. So by next week, there will be a new um if you're listening to this terminal nation has a new song disciple of deceit premiering at decibel magazine or that premiered last week at decibel magazine so check that shit out um if you haven't already yeah do it yes yes it comes out tomorrow but you know we're, we're in the time machine here we're in the, the future um, <laughs> the, the distant future whoa did you just do that like live yeah dude here, here, <laughs> right, here we are you're, you're tripping me out you sound you sound like uh like darth vader right now but probably on your end yeah um anyways um what's uh any last words um termination holocene extinction lp coming out August 7th um, via 20 bucks spin. Check that shit out. Uh, I think that's it, man. Thank you so much for your time. You've been awesome. Have a good rest of your evening. All right. We're going to get back to it. You're listening to Dead Air, two hours of hardcore radio.
Flower Chains Collective. I felt like I was watching a dream I'd never wake up from. DIY clothing you can't get anywhere else. Now you have something to look forward to after you die. Information at flowerchains.us.
this for no reason. We were given a peaceful protest. We are Americans. This is not a third world country.
less of a man than me, so as soon as I decide that you ain't gonna be shit, so be it. You remember that, motherfucker.
All right, we're back to end episode 100. Um, shout out to Stan from Terminal Nation. It's so great to fucking have uh, him back on the show. And the new record, Holocene Extinction, is going to be out August 7th on 20 Buck Spin Records. You can pre-order that shit, I believe, now. It might be gone. By the time you hear this, it might be all fucking gone. So if they have some shit, buy some shit from this band. Um, just a fucking genuine group of people that uh, I really I really um, appreciate what the band does, what they stand for. And Stan is just a very down-to-earth person. And their music just fucking rips, dude. Um so let's finish it up with what you uh what y'all he- fucking heard. So we started off the set with music from London, um metal and hardcore, fucking fast burst songs. Um band called Burn Alive. This is their I believe their first uh first attempt at music. This is a six song EP um titled this world is hell and it's a fucking ass whooper um just fast heavy uh fast metal and hardcore mixed and then uh uh this song ends with a with a cool ass mosh part so what's not to fucking like um check out burn alive uh after that we played some music from la warfront which is another um very good um crossover band that mixes uh you know it it they they have the it's not all just like integrated with with just crossover there's the punk hardcore parts and then there is the metal parts which i appreciate kind of um it's cool when it's all just like kind of jumbled together and put and put together um layered in that way but i like when there's a dis- it's kind of cool to have a distinct, this is a punk part. This is the metal part, um, and a crossover song. So I appreciate that. Um, so check out Warfront, a domestic abuse, um, two song demo. Um, after that, we played some music. We, um, staying in LA with entry, um, punk hardcore. We played, uh, vulnerable off their lp titled detriment um came out this uh came out this month just a few days ago and uh self-described as uh inspired by bands like discharge minor threat um converge tragedy the cramps and exploited that's 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 a lot that's that's a lot to decipher with a lot of different sounds um but I would I would definitely um say it's hardcore punk that from LA that's uh that you can tell it's a California hardcore band. Like uh when you hear Dare, um I can the before I can um state what bands they sound like, the first thing I think of is this is a California hardcore band. This sounds distinctly from California. And you can tell, you can just, you can just, I feel it in my bones when I listen to it. I can't tell you exactly why, but it's, um, it's an undescribable feeling of California, uh, when I hear, uh, 
when I hear a band um, from LA like Entry. So uh, check out check out the LP um, titled Detriment. After that, um, we played some music from New York with Missing Link, a uh, beatdown um, EP or demo, something something of those sorts. It's four songs came out at the beginning of July. Um, we played Chain Link Heart. Just some straightforward, heavy, heavy hardcore and beatdown. Nothing more to it. Um, after that, going back and forth, didn't pick, didn't pick it by geogra- geography, but uh, back to uh, Southern California with Wrath of Gods. This shit is heavy, and it really reminds me of Reign Supreme, um, which I feel like in that era, that uh, Reign Supreme definitely stuck out um with their with their uh hardcore metal uh influence they a little bit just a little bit different for a band um from 2000 2008 2009 i forget um i'm i'm starting to forget in my old age after that we played music from unreal city um they have a record uh, coming out August 21st, titled Cruelty of Heaven. We played War Behind Bars. I'm getting a very Iron Age feel with, uh, at least with some of this, uh, some of these song, at least this song, not some of these, this specific song. Um, a little bit, a little bit faster, gallopier, um, than some of, than some of, uh, Iron, Iron Age's, um, other uh other material but nonetheless that's what i hear um i've heard other uh stuff such as like integrity um i can definitely hear a blueprint of that in within um this but i definitely for some reason i hear i'm hearing iron age but that's just my fucking ears um so check uh out unreal city from uh pittsburgh Pennsylvania. So we're going to finish it up with uh, some slower music. I talked about that earlier in the show. We're going to play music from soul blind. Um, I'm, I'm blanking whether I've played, we've played, we play so much music and it's just, like I said, it's just me that it's hard for me to always remember exactly if I've played a band, I think I've played soul blind, but I'm not a hun. I'm not a hundred on it. Um, so they released music on trip machine titled greatest hits volume one. It's a, um, it's a mix, uh, of a bunch of, of some set, some seven inches, I believe some, uh, demos and they have a, the first song is, I believe the only new original, um, song that's not from one of those releases, um, called Stuck in a Loop. Uh, this is straight up non-core. Um, if you like the, if you like any of the Hum records, specifically the new one and all the other, you're going to uh, you're going to like this. Um, thought it's something a little bit different and nice to uh, end the show with. So, if you haven't checked out Soulblind, you hum, um, and you like more of uh the alternative um grungy shoegaze stuff that's uh that's still uh 
made by punk uh made by punks i 100 percent uh i would recommend checking out soul blind sorry for the fucking hundred hundred episodes and i still have a squeaky ass chair so i think that's about it for the show thank you so much um you know check us out where i said to check us out and uh Hopefully we're here for another hundred more uh, episodes. Thank you uh, to everybody who supports us and everybody who has listened thus far. You listen to Dead Air, two hours of hardcore radio. We'll be back next week.